What's good, everyone? It's your girl, Dre Mo, and you are now tuned in to a special episode of Psychopath, where on this platform, I say the shit that you're thinking. I hope you all had a great, uh, what, I don't know, two weeks? Um, I dropped my season one finale, um, March 5th, and, you know, I've been taking a little break whatever i know i said next time you guys hear my voice you will see my face and that is in the work still i mean i'm i mean i'm pretty much ready i am just currently in facebook jail so i don't really like i have a bigger following on facebook so i can't if i can't promote on facebook i feel like it's not going to get to the people who i kind of want to get it to but i mean this one right here I'm going to drop it on Instagram or whatever. And um, hopefully motherfuckers, like, you know, all my podcast friends, they share it to Facebook, share it to the group, share it to whatever. Please, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I've been having that in the works or whatever. And that's pretty much, I got my intro. Well, shout out to Raw. He done my intro for me. Um, I bought a streaming platform. Um, yeah, I, I charged it to my card, but still, I still bought it. Still got to pay that shit back. And yeah, like I got all that shit situated. Um, I'm actually gonna start recording this week with um some of the guests I want to do. Want to do? Lord, that didn't sound right. With some of the guests I want to have on the show. <laughs> and yeah, um, I'm just hoping it all just comes together how I want it to come together. Um, I, you guys know I overthink everything. But, you know, other than all of that stuff, it's still the same shit with me, work, school, mom, life, typical shit. I made a provost list, the provost list. Um, I didn't even know what the fuck it was. I was like, what the fuck is this? But it's pretty much like the dean's list. But being that I didn't have 12 college credits yet, I just started. I'm, I'll be at 12 after this um, class I'm taking right now. So um, I'm on a provost list because I was averaging... I average a 4.0, but, you know, um, according to Google, it's, you got to average a 3.50 and up and have nine college credits to make the provost list. So, yeah, yay me, woohoo. Um, that was cool and everything. It made me feel good. You know, all my hard work is paying off somewhat to an extent. Um, but, yeah, I've been doing a lot of um, guest appearances on other platforms, Um Shout out to, like I said, my boy, um, my boy Raw, my bro, whatever. Shout out to my nigga Raw and, um, shout out to Amy, whatever. They got the Twin and Them podcast. You need to go subscribe on Patreon. That should be lit. You know what I'm saying? They doing big things over there. Rubber arms with them, with some of the freakiest people, of the freakiest people. You know what I'm saying? Um, you may see my face here and there, there, you know? You may see a different side of me, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, so I've been just showing up on other platforms as well and everything. Um, and just um, being in little music battles and shit with my podcast friends and shit like that. And I just think it's, the shit is just, you know, it's cool the, um, how close pretty much, you know, we're all getting and... How we just pretty much talk to one another like we knew each other for years and shit like that. Niggas keep it real and I fucks with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's definitely a strong support system I got with these people. So I really appreciate it. For sure, for sure. Um, <clears throat> This weekend has been quite a weekend. Um, March is a very emotional month. Um, but today is very emotional for me. Today makes seven years since my mother died, right? And for those who are here for the first time, my mother was diagnosed with stage four breast cancer at the age of 41. Um, And she died at, uh, Jesus, 44? 45. She died in 2016. She was diagnosed in 2011. Um, usually you start getting mammograms at 40, but being that she was diagnosed with the last stage at 41, obviously she wasn't getting any mammograms, but 
she really wasn't like on top of her health. Now, my grandmother, which is her mother, died from breast cancer as well at the age of 56. And my grandmother's sister, which is my mom's aunt, which is my great aunt, has been in remission from breast cancer for 29 years. And there's like a lot of cancer in my family. So before you guys are even saying, talking to the phone, like you should get checked. I just started getting mammograms last year because you're supposed to get mammograms um, at 40. But being that the history is so harsh and so close and so everything, my doctor, you know, I'm, my doctor told me that I should start getting them 10 years before, 10 years before the, the age my mother was diagnosed with. So at 31 years old is when I started getting them. And when I got it, um, everything was, everything was fine. You know what I'm saying? So, um, hold on. So yeah, um, it came back negative, which was cool. Um, I actually did the, the BRCA gene test in 2014, and that was negative. You know, I mean, it doesn't mean I can't get cancer. You know what I mean? It's just the, I guess the percentage of that is a bit lower, you know, but we're not speaking that almost. We're, we're not speaking that, but I said to say this, being that my grandmother died, my mother's mother, I felt like it should have kind of like prompted her. To like be more serious about her health. When my mother got diagnosed with breast cancer, I turned into like a fucking a fucking hypochondriac, right? I just started going to the doctors, and I mean, I, if I kiss a nigga, I was fucking making appointments. Like I want to get an STD test. I want to get tested. You know, like it was to the point where like my OB and I'm a doctor was like, you don't have to keep getting, like you don't have to keep making appointments. Like if if you're fine, you know what I mean? Like you can't get age for kissing somebody or you can't get cancer for kissing something you know but that's you know but that's kind of just to let you know like that's just kind of like where my mind went because i was scared i'm just like stage four i didn't know and then i was googling it and it just was like don't ever google anything but it's just like you know it's just pretty much it's the last stage it pretty much is it's like you know the chances of remission are slim you know so but i just want to um, I'm not going to cry though. I'm not, but I just want to, um, like just, I mean, I know I did an episode about my mom and the trauma with her. I mean, there's a lot of trauma with my mother. I mean, I felt like, like I said, I felt like she could have went a lot harder as a mother, but there were also really great times too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, which I have mentioned before, but, um, I just, I don't really know, but I just really want to just talk about her a little bit and just maybe talk to her through this. And hopefully somebody who is dealing with something similar, maybe it can help you a little bit, you know? I don't know. I found this poem on Google and I'm just going to read it because it was pretty, it was pretty cool. The poem is called Mother, the water of her womb. Your first home, the body she pulled apart to welcome you into the world, the spirit in you she helped grow with all she knew, the heart that she gave you when yours fell apart. You are her soft miracle, so she gave you her eyes to see the best and the worst. You carry your mother in your eyes, make her proud of all she watches you do. I liked it that because, you know, right now, like I said, I'm, I made the provost list and, you know, mother and I work and I do so many other things. And um, a lot of just like my great my, my greatest accomplishments aren't like acknowledged. And it, it kind of sucks because I, 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 I don't feed off of it. But sometimes you really just want to hear it. Especially from those who are close with you. Especially from those who like say they love you and this, that, and third. Like, it's not even like you, like I said, I don't feed off of it. I'm still do it regardless. But I just wish, you know what I'm saying? But I know when she was here, my mother was, um, you know, like I said, despite all the trauma, she, she was very supportive. Um, she would give some really great advice. She would, 
make sure I was okay. I mean, I remember her being like just in her sickest moments, even on her deathbed, like literally her deathbed, March 18th, um, no, March 19th. One of them, one of those days, I don't remember. Mar- all right, I found out she was going to die March 17th. And then we was in the hospital from March 17th all the way to the 20th. Um, my aunt, which is my mother's sister, had my little cousin March 19th. So my little cousin was born literally like half hour, 45 minutes before my, my mother passed away. So um, while my mother was dying, my aunt was pretty much in labor in the hospital. Two different hospitals. So, um... <clears throat> But, like, you know, even on her deathbed, like, um, like, when I had assigned to, when I had to sign a DNR papers and stuff like that, um, and everybody's coming up, you know, I, I did so much for my mother, for my mom, in her times, like, her times where she really declined, I mean, I had to have a car at some point, and I was taking the fucking bus. My little sister, too, from my father's side. You know, she was there with me through a lot, like, through a lot of that shit. Um, But, like, I was taking the bus, bringing her, like, everything she needed. And, you know, as she started declining, um, because she was in a nursing home, she was having, like, little mini strokes. And she was, like, had a lot of tumors in her brain. So it was, like, making her personality, like, really, like, she was so mean at some point. Like, you know what I mean? So I'll come there and then she'll, like, curse me to fuck out sometimes. Like, oh, fuck you. I don't fucking want you here. And blah, blah, blah. And why the fuck you brought this? And, you know, imagine taking a bus in, like, 100-degree weather, right? And literally 100-degree weather. And having to walk, like, two miles from the bus stop to a fucking nursing home. Like, Walking with bags and shit. And it's like, I'm fucking exhausted. I'm like, I'm doing this for you. And then you get there and you're getting cursed the fuck out. You know? But I still did it. Um, my brother, my mother's son, he wasn't around at all. And then she would, like, curse me out for that. Like, oh, why the fuck he, he doesn't come? He doesn't want to see me like this. And, you know, it was just very, very, very stressful. Um, Very stressful. Very stressful. I started smoking cigarettes. I don't even smoke cigarettes. Like, and then you know, I always had like a a problem with drinking. Like, I always drink a lot, um, but I will drink like almost every day at this point. And um, <clears throat> she would like prescribe Percocets and shit, um, generic brand and shit like that. But still, Percocets nonetheless. And I'll be like popping those and popping fucking Advans, all her shit, just to calm me down, just to be like not here in this fucking world because it was just like so much on top of having like, you know, people who I thought were my friends. And, you know, when I get like really, really, really depressed and shit like that, I just like to be alone because, again, like, who wants to be? Let me, I've explained this plenty of times, but like, I don't want to be around people who. You know what I'm saying? If they're on a high and I'm on a low, I don't want to bring nobody down. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people just didn't understand the fact that I was just going through so much. And it would just be like, oh, you're never, you're never around. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just felt like I was just needed by so many people. And I'm just like, oh, motherfuckers just don't. It's like a motherfucker ain't even asking how I'm fucking doing. But in the same sense, when my mother wasn't cursing nobody to fuck out, she was giving straight great advice. She was just like... Dropping gems, dropping jewels, like on her deathbed. I'm she. I'm like I didn't listen. My brother done made up lies about me, saying I was stealing her money. It was just so much. Like I'm like yo, you don't even know what the fuck's going on. You know, I had to sign DNR papers because my mother and I had a conversation about it. Like you know, I think she was indirectly telling me because she never told us. Like, well, she never yeah, She never told anybody like how. Her health was declining. She just never said anything because she was in, I felt like she was in denial about it, but she never said anything. But I felt like, and like now, what I know now, like, you know, she was indirectly telling me like, you know, hey, if like, if I was to ever, you know what I'm saying, be to a point where I'm, I'm not conscious, like, don't, like, don't let me suffer. Like, take me out, like sign the papers. Don't try to save me. Like, I swear to God on like word to her, like she said that to me. So like, in her deathbed and shit like that, when she's still in the ER part, before she even got, you know, upstairs to the cancer floor or whatever, um, before she got into comfort measures and all that stuff, 
my brother, who was like a really bad alcoholic, and he was a really bad liar, and he would tell everybody like really bad things about me and shit like that. And people who don't know me, they like review me and shit like that, and just judge me off what the fuck he said. And I'm just like, yo, you don't fucking know me. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm coming at motherfucker, you don't fucking know me. So now she, he probably is said, oh, she could be a bitch this and a third. It's like, yo, she is a bitch this and a third. So you know what I mean? But like, still on my mom's money and shit like that, and. Nah, nah, never. I never did no shit like that. I I can't even have that in my heart or conscious. Like, I, that's that's not me at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? She was getting SSI and then she gave me her card because she couldn't go nowhere. She couldn't even walk. She couldn't leave the nurse at home. So she gave me her card and I would do things for her. And she said, if you need anything, because I couldn't keep a job. I always had to, like, leave work and... And you know what I'm saying? Make sure she's good. She was going to the hospital left and right. You know, he wasn't doing anything. Nobody was doing anything. You know what I'm saying? So it was just to a point where I, I didn't have a job. So she, um, but if you need anything, just, you know, you could use whatever you need to use. But I didn't use anything. I was working before she started really declining really, really bad. I was working, um, and a living, I'm, I'm, I'm a CNA, but I was, this was when I was typically doing CNA, just it's all CNA work or whatever. So I was doing livings and shit like that. And I was living with my aunt. So I was like, I had like a couple dollars saved and I had my, like, you know, I'll get my taxes and shit like that and whatever. And then I'll work here and there. Like I'll probably work a few hours here and there, um, doing home care and shit like that. But like, I couldn't do a full-time job because it was like my full-time job was my mom. Like, so, um. Whatever little money she did have left over, she'll say, you know, like, you can have it. Mind you, every month, I will get her everything she needed and more. And I'm on the bus for all this shit, okay? This motherfucker was never around, like, at all. You know, his his excuse was, every time she see me, she cursed me out. I'm like, she does the same thing to me. Like, oh, well, I just can't handle it. And I'm like, but I can't either, but I still do. She's my fucking mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Anyways. Or the deathbed story. Um, you know, he's telling everybody that I'm still earning money and I'm doing this, that, and the third. So all the family who I don't see, who never wants to fuck around, they want to come up to the hospital and shit. Like, and like, act like they want to fight me type shit. Mind you, I got hired at that hospital. And um, I was supposed to start like March 25th-ish. But... She died March 20th, and I had to call him. Like, listen, my mom passed. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can I just prolong the date? And I was like, oh, no, of course. Take the time you need. So I actually started a little bit after she died at the hospital. Of course, I didn't last year. She brought back too many fucking horrible memories. I mean, she was getting her cancer treatments there, and, you know, whatever. So, mind you, my cousins and them, like, you know, people who was around, older cousins, they're all guys. They fucking coming in my face trying to fight me and shit like that. And I'm just like, over this line, I was thinking, like, this is crazy. Mind you, my mother's in the, she's in the bed, you know, waiting to be um, admitted to the, to, to the, to the um, cancer floor. So um, I'm just like, what? Like, yeah, first of all, where the fuck, where the fuck were any of y'all? Like, nobody was here. Y'all niggas got whips. A lot of y'all niggas, you know what I'm saying, could help me out with a with a with a fucking ride, anything, not even no fucking money, cause like I always made sure that the shit was straight, like you know, so she had her own bread on top of whatever the fuck else I had, you know what I'm saying? So like, how the fuck, you know what I'm saying? None of y'all niggas was never around, like, and I only be around because she said, "My brother's like, oh, she could have just been a paraplegic. You're being selfish. You just want you like you want her to die," and I'm just like, what? Like, wow, I didn't have any time with her. I'm like, well, you would have had time with her if you would have fucking came and seen her, seen her. You know what I'm saying? So, mind you, it's a whole bunch of motherfuckers trying to fight me. At the time, I had my um, my, my old best friends. Um, My best friend now was there. I feel like somebody else was there. I don't remember. My sister? Was my sister there? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm, I'm about to ask her. But I just was like, yo... I will beat the child with this blood pressure machine and I will fucking not have a job here before I even fucking start. Like, get the fuck out of my face. As a matter of fact, oh, y'all get the fuck out. I kicked everybody the fuck out. Like, y'all niggas has never been here. Get the fuck out right now. Now I'm starting to have a fucking old panic attack. Like, my mother's right there. Everybody knows, like, you know, she wasn't dead yet, but like, everybody knows, like, you know, she was, she wasn't talking like that. But everybody knows the hearing. That's the last thing to go, regardless, period. Like, so she's hearing all this. So, 
I thought I kicked everybody the fuck off. I'm just crying because I'm just like, first of all, when they told me that her prognosis wasn't good, I'm fucking running around the hospital like she about to die, she about to die, she about to die. And they're like, well, yes, but, you know, she's not dead now. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking like she's about to die because like right then and there. We had conversations like, Ma, I'm like, Ma, I love you. I'll do everything for yourself. But the one thing I can't do is watch you die. Like, I can't. And it's a fucking story about that, too, because my fucking brother. But anyways, um, so I'm thinking she's, like, about to die right there. And then just, like, the prognosis is weak. But, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know when she's going to die. But pretty much, like, she's going to die. But we don't know when. But as of right now, she's not dead. But they're like, what do you want to do? Like, when she goes into cardiac arrest, do you want us to, like, you know, do the CPR? You know, put, you know, it could break her ribs and all that. And she could be in a coma. And, and, you know, pretty much we could keep doing CPR until she really goes. Mind you, my fucking mother said she doesn't want to go like that. She said, don't save her. Don't fucking, like, take, like, don't let her suffer. So I'm like, I know for a fact she told me not to, like, she told me. She doesn't want to suffer, so I'm like, she like I just, just make her a DNR, which is a do not resuscitate, just let her go. So I signed the papers, but you know that shit was hard as a 24 year old girl. You know what I'm saying? March 20th, my birthday's the 29th. Okay, so <sighs> go figure. So all this whatever, and I'm like, you would have known like her plans if you would have been here to my brother, whatever. So I thought I kick everybody fuck out. I didn't kick him out because I'm like. I just said, I can't get everybody else. I said, but you, I said, you know, he was drunk as shit. You know, I, but I can understand now as an adult, like more of a, like as I'm older, that, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't easy, but you know, like it just, he just did some fucked up shit. But I'm just like, you only, you're lucky I'm going to kick you out because you're her fucking first son. And she always, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're her first kid, period. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's only me and him. But you're her first kid and, and like, you know what I'm saying? She, she always be like you know he made me a mother like he made me a mom like that's my first baby like so you're i'm not gonna kick you out i'm not gonna tell you leave you're her fucking son but you're fucking lucky you're her fucking son that's pretty much what i said because i'm like nigga i fucking did everything like i was just overwhelmed crying i'm screaming i'm fucking crying so he and he just walks away and then they just let me have my moment in there my friends and everybody left the room whatever and i'm just crying and she's just like why are you crying and I'm like, you can hear me, mom? She's like, yeah, why are you crying? And I'm just like, well, you know, I'm sad. And she's just like, why are you sad? And I'm like, just because, like, everything that's happening and everything that's happening with you. And I know, like, you know, it's the last whatever, you know what I'm saying, with you. And she's just like, don't be sad. I'm going to be good. Mind you, my mom, her whole time getting, like, chemo and everything, she was very stressed and depressed about it. I want her to almost all her chemo sessions. If I didn't go, I probably missed out of the whole five years she was living with cancer or whatever. I probably missed about five chemo therapy sessions with her because something else, something preventing me. But I made sure I always went with her because um nobody went with her she would take the bus by herself stage four cancer you know what i'm saying so like once i found out she was doing that i'm like no i'm gonna take my mother out i'm gonna do all this and third i was trying to get her to go to puerto rico with me and everything she didn't want to do that like she didn't want to do anything she was very depressed about it she would burst out crying she didn't want to die stuff like that like you know so at that very moment she like accepted it like i'm gonna be fine like and you just gotta, you gotta be okay too, like pretty much. And I'm just like, damn, like she finally is up to the fact that she's gonna go at the oddest time. She's like, I mean, but what can you do? You gonna die scared? You still gonna die, right? So you know, that made me feel okay. But I told my brother, like, I don't go fuck about nothing. Nothing. I did everything. I went through everything. I am maxed the fuck out. You're staying here with her. And then we could switch. We could piggyback. We could switch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you're staying the nights with her. I cannot watch her die. I'm like, I, I, I cannot. I can't handle it. Like, I, I, they say, you know, you're strong. You're strong. I'm like, yo, 
I was struggling to deal with so much. But like, like, I cannot handle that. Like, that's too much for me. And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to be with her. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was with her. He was with her. Like, you know what I mean? During the day, he was still going to work and stuff like that. So I would just come and be with her throughout the day and stuff like that. Mind you, they were throwing a big-ass birthday party for me. I wasn't going to go. My mom was like, you need to go. Go have fun. Whatever, whatever. My brother's like, I'm going. I know you're not. You're staying with her. Like, so I went. Got fucking too fucking drunk. Like, yeah, I got drunk. I did. Um, I didn't have a hangover. See, I got drunk the other night. And whew, the hangover was crucial. But I got really, 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 really drunk um, at this party. But I know, like, you know, when I'm... When I'm when I'm in a public place and I'm drunk and I'm around people, like, I know when it's time for me to go. Like, I'm like, yeah, I got to go. And I got really, really drunk. Um, oh, God, I had a one-night stand. And it just was like, ugh. It was just, ugh, that, ugh. It's like seven years of all that shit. Like, it's like the seventh year anniversary of all that shit. Like, you know. So, like, um, I um just woke up the next day and just was like, ugh. It was on um, March 19th. My aunt didn't have her baby yet. And um, I'm like, I got to go to the hospital. Like, my sister's with me. Child's are her. I mean, we, we, we've we been through a lot. And there's a lot of things that she and I, you know what I'm saying, don't see eye to eye with. And you know what I'm saying? But she definitely was with me through a lot of that shit. And mind you, that's my father's daughter. But she fucked my mom so much. Because my mother, like, treated her like, like, her, like her daughter as well. So... Um, I'm just there, stuff like that. My mother's getting more and more, like, non-responsive. Like, she was already non-responsive already, but, like, she's, like, more, like, she's not even talking. Um, so, like I said, I worked in healthcare. I worked as a CNA. I worked in nursing home. So, I know the signs when somebody's going to die. So, my brother wasn't there yet. And I'm like, um, you know, can you come here because... I can't watch this. She's going to die tonight. That's what I said. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I did a breast cancer walk in 2015 of October. And I had just linked up with an old friend. And then she's just like, you know, I just feel like you're not really there for me. I'm like, yo, my mother really, this is me telling her, like, my mom really is doing bad. And I'm like, this time next year for the breast cancer walk next year, I know she's not going to be here. So, like, I knew. I knew I had a dream that, even prior to, like, all this, that her cancer was terminal. Like, it was, like, you know, I, I dreamt all this shit. Like, it wasn't, I mean, that shit was no coincidence. So, I was just texting him, calling him, like, yo, she's she's going to go. Like, can you please come? Like, because I'm not going to leave her alone. I said, but I'm going to step out the fucking, I'm going to have to step out the room real quick or something. I'm like, but I, I can't watch that. Like, like, please, I don't know if I was just being selfish there. I'm like, I can't watch that. I really can't. I cannot. You know? So, whatever, whatever. He says he's on his way. He's on his way. It's like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. And I'm just like, well, I, I have, to, like, you know, Mariah was leaving. And I'm like, well, damn, fuck, I, I'm fucking get stuck here. So, I, um, like she was doing a, uh, that breathing. And I was just like, mom, please, please not right now. Like, mom, like this is selfish as fuck, right? But I was like, mommy, please, please, mom. Like, I don't, I, 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 I can't watch this. This is like around, what, 5 p.m.? So she stopped. Like, she's. I guess she was going, I don't, I don't know how death is, obviously. I don't know if she was going to the light, whatever, I don't fucking know. Um, oh, yeah, quick, quick story before that. She was in the ICU probably, like, a month before that. And um, she said, like, she was saying, like, oh, um, I saw the light, and I was going towards it. And I saw um, the kids, they looked like um, Andrea, which is me, like, you know, my mom had a few abortions, I guess. I don't fucking know. And she was like, those are the kids I got rid of. And, you know, they were just telling me, not yet, not yet. Like, this is all the shit she was saying. Mother was very spiritual. She was very intuitive. My mother saw a lot of shit that really came. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that that, that came into fruition. Like, I don't want to say she was psychic, but she was very she was very intuitive. And she was very, like, she would say some shit and it would be 
I swear to God, it'll be true. Like, even my homeboy who died um 17 years ago, and she was just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's just like... He's just, you know, I don't know about him, man. I don't, I don't see him, you know, I don't, I don't see him living for too long. And he passed away. I mean, he would say the shit too. Or she'd just be like, yeah, I don't see me. Like, I mean, I'm going to have kids. Like, you know, mom, you're going to be a, a grandma, like, stuff like that. Like, one day, and she's like, yeah, I don't see myself doing it. I don't see myself being an old woman. And I'm just like, what? Like, you know, she'll say this out throughout the years. I'm like, you know, but the tongue is very strong, too. Like, you know, so you guys watch what the fuck you speak, so. This is a month before she said she was in the ICU and stuff like that. And um, they were telling her, oh, no, not yet, mommy, not yet. Fucking insane, right? So, um, you know, she's doing the breathing, whatever. And I'm like, ma, please, like, no, like, pretty much not, not, not right now. I'm like, because I'm here. I can't, I can't watch it. So, Mariah was leaving, whatever. So, um... I just like, you know, put the lip gloss on her lips because her lips was dry. Um, her lips are dry and everything, and um, I just kissed her, and I'm like, I knew. I'm just like, Ma, I love you. I love you so much. I really do. I love you so much. I love you. I love you so much. Like, I just... I love you. I just kept kissing her, kept kissing her. I'm like, I'll, I'll see, I'll see you, I'll see you again. I know. So I'm calling my brother, like, please go there. I don't know where she's gonna go, but I don't want her to go alone because I already left. But I'm so selfish. I kind of wish I could go back, like, and just stay, you know. But um, my fucking brother records her fucking dying and shit, puts it on Facebook. She wasn't dead yet, but, like, you could see, like, her breathing was just very fucking faint. Oh, my God, I cursed them all so fucking bad because I'm just like, yo, this is not something you fucking, like, I mean, it was an intimate moment with you, but this is not something you fucking share to the world. Like, that was fucking awful. Like, it really, truly was. I hated that shit. I hate that he fucking did that shit. Like, my brother and I have a lot of bad blood one another. Like, my brother and I, we were not the best of fucking, we were not the best of the fucking best. We weren't. So... I'm happy I'm not visual with this because I am tearing up a little bit. But um, I didn't go to my aunt's house because it was nobody there. So um, I think my cousin probably was there. He probably was getting some pussy though. I don't know. I live my aunt's house. So I went to my um, old friend's house. Um, and I'm just sitting on the couch. I'm just sitting on the couch. It was like around 9, 10, 11. Um, sitting on the couch, just sitting there. Uh, my aunt texts me like, oh, I had the baby. Oh, yeah, you know. Um, I go to the bathroom like 12, 13. I come out. Um, my brother, he had a phone, but my brother called from the hospital phone. I had the missed call from the fucking hospital. I knew it was him. I'm just like, my fucking mom died. Before I could even like, before he, you know, he called me back, like, but I just was sitting there like, she, she, she died. Like, you know, he left me a voicemail. But then I called him back. I'm like, hey. And he's like, yeah, she's gone. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I figured. I'm like, you good? Where you at? Like, you got a ride? You need? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, nah, I'm staying here. until so, you know, they said I could stay here or whatever. I'm like, you good? He's like, nah, I'm, I'm good. But I'm, I'm going to stay here until somebody pick him up. Somebody was picking him up. I don't fucking remember. I'm like, all right, well, just call me if anything. He's like, okay. You know, he told me he loved me. I love him or whatever. So I'm just sitting there. Like, I didn't feel anything. I felt nothing because I knew. But I was just like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm straight. And I knew that was going to happen, whatever. Um, my friend um, who I was staying in that house, I was staying in that like her, um, she was pregnant. Her man came, whatever. And she's like, you, you, what you doing? What's the luck? Whatever. And I'm just sitting there. She's like, you good? I'm like, my mom just died. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, I just, I'm like, nope, no, 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 nope. I said, like, we're not doing that. Just go to sleep. You pregnant? I'm like, we're just not doing that. And she's like, are you sure? I'm just like, yo, seriously. Just don't do that. Like, I, I I couldn't. That whole week, I didn't cry for that whole week. Until the day before the funeral. That's when I, like, literally was fucking depressed. Literally. Um, my birthday always kind of, like, fell around around Eastern. I'm um, Eastern. Oh, my God. Easter time. Like, some days it'll be, like, my birthday would be Easter 
Well, my birthday would really be like a Friday-ish. But at this time, it was was this, was this Easter? This was Easter. The Easter was the 27th of March at one point because my mom's funeral was the 28th and my birthday is the 29th. So yeah, like, but I didn't cry for that whole week. I was chilling. Like, I'm good. I'm straight. I'm good. Like, I'm I'm okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good. No, I wasn't. I was just like, I didn't want to see it. I mean, everybody, you know, I made a little picture, a little mirage about her on Facebook or whatever. And I didn't, I didn't like, I just was like, you know, you, you, you fought as long as you could. I, I love you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Of course, you got all her support. But like, oh my God, why didn't you call me? Everybody, like, you want to come see me? Like, let me come see you. I'm like, no, it's okay. Like, I'm good. Like, you want me to come pick you up? Like, mind you, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm straight. Like, I'm good. Like, didn't sleep that night. I mean, I probably slept for like two fucking hours. Woke up, whatever. My other friend, um, my fr- old friend, like her sister came out and she's like, hey, Dre, you good? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine. Whatever. And then, like, she came back. I was like, you okay? I'm like, my mom died. And she's like, I'm like, it's okay. And she's like, all right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, everybody's like, you know, I'm sorry to hear about that. Like, whatever. whatever. I'm like, no, nah, it's straight. It's cool. Whatever. I was chilling with my, um, I was chilling with, um, my old best friend in, in the park or whatever. I was drinking Hennessy back then. So, ugh, it was nasty. Ugh, such a fucking bird. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of like what happened with it. Um... Like I said, she was very intuitive. She was very intuitive, whatever. When my aunt was pregnant, my mother eventually went to the nursing home that she used to work in, and my aunt was still working there, whatever. My aunt was pregnant. My aunt would come visit her sometimes, whatever. But she would always cry because she like, you know, my aunt always be like, oh, yeah, your baby is going to look like your dad. Your baby, he's gonna, she's going to look like her father. And mind you, I don't say names, but she was calling the baby the name, like, before my aunt even said she was naming the baby that, like she was calling the baby by because the, her, the baby's name after her father, like you know, what I mean? it was like the girl version, like kind, well, kind of like, yeah, kind of like, kind of like my daughter. So yeah, like um, but she was saying, oh yeah, she's so she's she, she gonna have a big old head, like she was explaining her, like and it was just like I guess creeping my aunt all over, not creeping out, but my aunt's very intuitive too, like so my aunt knew. She knew too, like, you know what I'm saying? She knew, and she kind of, like, put me on. I was like, eh, okay. And then I, when I would go visit her and stuff like that, my my mom be like, did, um, my aunt have that baby? Like, did she have that baby yet? And I'm like, no, not yet. And then I remember one day, she was like, oh. I'm like, how was your day? She was like, I, I was good and everything. She was like, but I couldn't really sleep because, um, excuse me, my aunt's baby, because, you know, I'm not, I don't say names. I still don't say names. Um. You know, my aunt's baby, her sister, you know, so-and-so's baby, just kept, she just kept bothering me. She just, like, kept playing. I kept telling her, I don't want to play tonight. And I was like, who's baby? And she was like, she said my aunt's name. I'm like, she didn't have the baby, though. She just like, she was playing with me last night. And I was just like, Yeah. That's when I really, really, like, started accepting it. Because I was kind of, like, in denial about it. Even though I, I was, like, I said it in 2015, I don't think she's going to be here. But it was still, like, you know, of course, you don't really want to accept things right right away. But that's when I was just like, yeah, my mom's going to pass away. And you know what they say when you bring new life into this world? A life goes. So, that's that with that, with that situation, um... Seven years later, I feel like out of all the years, I didn't grieve properly. I grieved with anger. I grieved with alcohol. Um, as you all know, I um was with my baby daddy for quite some time. And um, his birthday is just past, you know. And his birthday, I found out my mother was going to die. So, like, you guys, like, you know, if you're if you're here for the first time, um, of course, he's on a high. He loves his birthday. He, you know, it's another another year of life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not on a high. I'm very on a low. I'm very on a downer. I'm very not in a great mood. So, as I went through my whole depression and my whole self-like, my self-fucking evaluation and just us, my journey, my self-love journey, just all my journey of just, like, seeing things and just, like, um, seeing where I went wrong at and shit like that. Just holding myself accountable for things. Um, over the years, my grieving was 
trying to make everybody unhappy around me because it's like, you know, especially him him being close to me, it's like, how dare you be happy? Like, I'm sad. But it's like, bitch, no, how dare you fucking be, make somebody unhappy? But then it's like, I don't, if I go somewhere, I don't really want to, like, if he want to go somewhere, he don't really want to go. But, you know, he always wants to be with his friends anyway. But he would want me to be there too. And I'm just like, I don't really know how to be social. Like, this is a bad time. Like, you know what I'm saying? In a way, I wish he didn't understand. But also, too, it's kind of like, I don't know. Understand, but like also, you don't have to stop your life either, which he didn't. But then I was sometimes I get mad because I'm like, you're not going to stop your life for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, how dare, how dare I? Like, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like I always grieved, like, I would drink and just get mad and get mad and lash out and get mad and want to fight and argue with him and pretty much ruin, ruin, ruin his time because I'm all fucked up inside. You know what I mean? And that was never okay. No matter how much we just, like, don't, you know, we just, we just don't mesh, that was never okay. And I always make that very clear and I always say that. Um, But ever since I had my daughter, I feel like I grieved her in a sad way now. Like, I will just cry because, um, like I said, there's not much help with her. Like, and... Can handle my child, you know what I mean? But I just know she would have been there. She would have been there. Um, she would love my baby. She would love all her other grandkids too that she had after um her first grandkid, which is my niece, my brother's daughter. Um, she loved her so much. She would have definitely loved Tony. She would have loved um the other two my other two nephews, um, for my brother. Like she would have been there. And I just wish for me, like, it was that she was here. I wish she was the I I just wish, like, I could just, you know, my baby and even my nephews and stuff like that. We all, you know what I'm saying? I just wish she was just there for support. Sometimes I just feel so alone in this world, like, that it just makes me sad. Like, you know, or the fact that my daughter has a grandmother, but it's from her father. And it's like, dang, she don't have a grandmother from over here. Like, you know, it's sad. It makes me sad, like, you know, but also I know she wouldn't want me to be sad because like I said, she dropped a lot of gems in life, you know, like, you know, there was like, if you listen to the trauma episode, you know, she picked her boyfriend over me when he was, I mean, let's call it a spade a spade. He was trying to fuck me. You know what I'm saying? And she didn't believe me. And we, 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 we definitely, we definitely fell out for a really long time after that and I felt like we got so close in her sickness that we got so close that she was we got so close but it was being ripped it was being ripped apart if that makes sense so a lot of people suggested like you know celebrate celebrate something um do something make a meal that she like go somewhere where like she would have liked to go you know what I'm saying my mother kind of like didn't like doing that either but it's very easier said than done because, like I said, throughout all the years, my grievances was just anger, anger, anger because everybody around me was happy and I wasn't. Now, for the past, from last year and this year, so for like the past two years, it was, it's more sadness. So, I just want to let everybody know who's dealing with something, grievance and and not really knowing how to grieve and or thinking you're okay and then you know the time when it comes around when it's like you know okay you know I'm okay you know because for the most part I'm okay as far as like with her being gone but it just really hits me her death anniversary just because of how close everybody's birthdays are and and how happy everyone is and even with me I mean I'm turning to fuck another I'm celebrating another year of life in nine fucking days. You know what I'm saying? I'm turning another another year older in nine days. But it's just like. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But it's more like. It's just. It's, it's, I'm trying not to be sad. I know I have to be happy. I have to be okay. Because I have. I have a kid watching me now. Like you know what I mean? And um. I do just wish she was here. And if if I could talk to her now, I just want to tell her, like, you know what I'm saying? If I could, I mean, I, you know what I mean. If I, if heaven had a, a phone, if I could call her right now, 
I'll just tell her how much I love her. Like, like, wow, I love you. And I know we weren't perfect. And I know, like, you tried your hardest. And then when you didn't anymore, I don't want to say I can understand as a mom. Because I don't, I don't, I don't know what the future holds. But um, I understand you did the best you can. You, you did the best you could. You, do, you did the best you could with what you had. You never lost us. We always had food on the table as youngins. You always um made us feel okay. You did, like I said, you did your best. You know, I remember the summer days where it's hot outside and you bought a little ghetto pool and the little holes and you will fill the pool up and you'll make us breakfast. And, you know, my aunt and everybody will come over, my cousins and everything will all come over. We'll all get in the pool It'd be like 100, 100 degrees. Yo, it's crazy because I don't get that hot no more, yo. That's mad crazy. I don't get that hot no more, yo. What the fuck, what the, fuck the government doing? But anyways, <laughs> it'd be like 100 degrees and, you know, you wake us up and we eat breakfast by 7.30 and by 8.30 we in the pool. We'll be in the pool all day because you just want, you want us to have fun, but you always want us to be cool, you know, um, baking us cookies and playing music. Playing music. Um, used to play juvenile back that ass up a lot and I used to twerk real all fucked up. I used to twerk on my knees on my I used to twerk on my hand on my knees and into my thighs. And she just like I would like push them up and down, like twerk like a little white girl. She's like, No, that's not how you do it, you do it like this. Even though I was so ghetto and, and so fucking appropriate. And I said I'm never gonna do that on my daughter, but I found myself like twerking around her and I need to stop. But um <laughs> But you taught me how to dance a little bit, Ma, like you know what I'm saying? Like, but I, I choose to remember all the good times. There were more good times than bad. There were bad times, you know, but there were good times. You did so much. You tried your best as a single mother of two kids. You tried your best. You put your life on hold for us. You didn't choose your own happiness. You chose our happiness. At some point when you did choose your own happiness, you did kind of like go crazy with it, but On year seven, I'm just going to say, I forgive everything. And I just have to understand that you tried your best. We all fall short as humans. We definitely fall short as parents. And um, all I can do is just learn from your mistakes and apply it to my baby. Who I wish you... Could just meet so much, you know. You would have loved her. And yeah. You know my heart. You know I'm trying. And you know, I promised you. I mean, I mean the degree is for me. But I promised you I would graduate college. And, you know, so far I'm averaging a 4.0. And, um. Yeah, I just, I just, um, I just hope you're proud of me. That's all. And I feel like that was you when Tony was laying in bed with me and she was falling asleep and she was looking towards the TV and she waved and went to sleep. I feel like that was you. And if that was you, just be, just, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Just thank you. Hold us tight to um hold us tight tonight and for the rest of um eternity until I see you again. You wanna say us, I mean me, Tony, my brother, my niece, and my two nephews. Like, hold us tight. And everybody else you love. Like, you know, um my cousin's home from prison. Um he was like your second child. You I mean your your second son. Wrap your arms around him. Wrap your arms around everybody that you 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 went so hard for, like you that you went so hard for because you went so hard for so many. Um, you know you were like you were the you were the um the favorite person in the house to go to. You were the the lit mom. I mean you you didn't let shit happen, but you were the mom that would play music, that would cook, 
You know what I'm saying? You was a clean freak. This is where I get it from. I don't understand how, I don't know how you kept the house clean with toddlers. Um, Please visit me in my dreams and let me know. Because <laughs> this shit is crazy. But I just hope you're proud of me. And I just hope that you are smiling up there at me. And um, you're eight. I won't be as sad. And I won't fucking drink myself into a fucking coma. Um year eight or anymore i like i just really like listen i was gonna drink and listen to music and cry with about you but then i hopped on a podcast and it just got real lit and just kept drinking but yeah <laughs> um but yeah um thank you for being the best mother you could have been and um i love you so much and just continue to be with me and I know you're not here physically, but you are here spiritually, emotionally, and I feel you at times. So, I love you, Mom, and happy seventh year anniversary in heaven. You know, you was an extra-ass Gemini, mad dramatic. You would go before um 90s, before my birthday. That's just, that's just some shit you would do, but it's all good. <laughs> It's all good. And to those who are listening, you know, like, I mean, this, that was how we, like, when we were cool, that was how we talked to one another. Like, that was, that was us. Um, but yeah, um, thanks for listening and thank you everyone so much for the support. I appreciate you streaming, um, Psychopath. I appreciate everybody that's following me. I appreciate all the feedback, no matter how. It is. I appreciate it all because, you know, great feedback is awesome, but um, not so great feedback helps me grow as a podcaster, a person, everything. Um, Just thank you all for the support um, that I've been getting almost a year now. And um, yeah, season two premiere will be April 9th because around April 6th ish, I should be out of Facebook, y'all. You know, um, so yeah, <laughs> um, you'll probably see me on a few platforms before April 9th, I believe, not 100% sure yet, so yeah, um, yeah, stay tuned for the visuals and all that, and as I always say, I'll catch you niggas in the next one, peace out.